So the big question is this, are you tired of the hustle and grind of fix and flip? Do you really think you can wholesale your way to success? What you really want is a cash flowing portfolio that lets you live a life of freedom, sunsets and palm trees on your terms. But what if you're stuck because you have no capital, no time and no idea where to start? That ends now. Your host, Corey Peterson, is a rags to riches real estate millionaire who started out with no money or credit and quickly grew a portfolio of cash flowing apartments. Not to mention, he did it all with other people's money. You're only one deal away from creating the cash flow life and the Multifamily Legacy Podcast will show you how. So now, here's your host, the big kahuna, Corey Peterson. Hey everybody, welcome to the Multifamily Legacy Podcast. I'm your host, Corey Peterson. I'm excited to be here as always. And today is episode number 19. So we keep putting more and more episodes together and hopefully you're getting a lot of value out of what we're doing. So really excited about what we're going to talk about today because I want to start getting into some of the nuts and bolts of investing and why kind of the things that you're going to need to know and, and you're going to want to know of how to structure deals, how to put deals together. And I'm going to talk a little bit more about the financing component and um, and really some of the people component of this deal. Uh, but before we do that, a couple exciting announcements. I think this will be published before we actually do this. So February 20th, I'm having a free live uh, webinar where I'm going to really teach a lot about what I'm doing in the multifamily space. So to get there, you're going to go to uh, webinar.kahunawb.com forward slash, I think it's called Welina, W-E-L-I-N-A. That will get you there. That will get you uh, to the page for you to opt in. We're going to take up to 500 people on this webinar and hopefully it's it's already we've already got like 100 people already registered. So don't miss out on that opportunity. Now we'll do it future webinars in the, in the future coming up, but just make sure you get involved in this one. It's going to be a lot of fun. Second thing is we're doing the boardroom. So what I'm going to do is I, I've been really trying to put together a product and something that is not the guru show. Right. I don't I hate the word guru. I just know some stuff about apartments and I want to teach it with a small select group. And so I've whittled it down to what I want to do is I want to put on an event three times a year. I'm only going to do it with 35 people. And I think that's important because I feel like that's about the size of a room or group that we can a get a lot of traction together. In other words, if I teach everybody the same concept and I keep high-level people in there, we're going to do some great things. That's important to me. I, I really want to create community. I want to not just like you leave and you're done, but I want to have a spot where we all can go and communicate. Um, so we're going to do like a six-webinar course series of what I call the six profit pillars. And we've kind of talked about that in the beginning of this podcast or the of the Multifamily Legacy podcast. And then we're just going to expand on those ideas. And then we're going to do a three-day intensive. And the three-day intensive is going to be legit. It is going to be a cool experience. We've worked really hard on creating something that is very special. 
And so uh, me and my wife, we're, we're pretty much family people, and we want to invite people into our family, into our tribe. And so it's very important for us to make sure that we do it right and that we do it with love and we do it with all the right intentions. And so um, it's not just where we want to take people's money. Um, I want to really teach people this game because it, it'll set you free. It is the absolute best way that I know how you can have time and money. And that's what we, I think, most of us desire. So I think we'll actually, um, now that I'm thinking about it, I'm going to put in a link to my, in my my page. So you can go to Kahuna Wealth Builders right now and register for that free webinar. So I'm going to make that happen before this is published. So you can go to Kahuna Wealth Builders and it'll say, join the free webinar. We'll make that happen immediately. So you can go there. That's the easiest way to do it instead of that long, weird URL. And just, it'll pop up as the instant pop up, click on it and go, right? All right. So um, before we get started into the good stuff, though, let's also talk about some iTunes five-star reviews. And so um, I've got two that I want to give a shout out to. So the first one is to World Star Property. They said, I truly enjoyed your podcast full of nuggets and inspiration. Corey's knowledge and charisma and humbleness is truly great to listen to. Wishing you continued success. So thank you so much for that review. Um, again, I love reading these because it really tells me whether I'm doing a good job or not. And I really want people to see the authenticity of what I do and that I'm really trying to help you get to like discover the next pieces of the puzzle. And I think that's really important because I really want to try to build on what we're doing and, and keep growing it. Um, I've got some good podcasts scheduled with my management team. You guys are going to love this. These guys are a wealth of knowledge and we just have fun rapping. So that's going to be coming uh, up in the next episodes. Um, we're recording them now and you're going to really like it. So just stay tuned on some really juicy stuff on operations, teams, my management company. We just get, when we get together, we have lots of fun and it makes, uh, it's really informative. So stay tuned to that. Second uh, referral or uh, iTunes uh, review that I want to get to is by Ron Phillips. Ron's a good friend of mine. So Ron, uh, if you're listening to this, thanks a lot. But he said, in a world of look at me gurus, this podcast stands out as the opposite. Corey is the real deal and, his, and this podcast is both full of content and entertaining as hell. Full disclosure, I already knew Corey before I listened to his podcast and they already syndicate apartment deals. That said, I've learned several nuggets that will help me be a better operator and find more deals. What he, oh, well, there's more. What he says in the episode absolutely works and the cash flow life rocks. Thanks for the refreshing way to present awesome content, Corey. So dude, uh, Ron, if you're watching this, kudos to you, babe. <laughs> dude, I love that stuff. Gosh dang, I don't know why. You know, I never thought as I, started this journey, let me shut this box down. As I started this journey to multifamily and, and what I call that cash for life, I really never thought that it'd be so fun. And really like it is a journey and it's a fun journey. And when I look back at like, when I think about the hard times, the struggle in my real estate career, and, and trust me, I know everybody out there has experienced this where you feel like giving up. 
right? When you feel like when you do a deal that you lost $40,000 or you lost any amount of money, right? It's painful. When you're sitting there wondering how you're going to pay your contractors and you're hoping that you close the deal that you're supposed to close on actually does close so you can pay your contractors or when you've bounced the check to your contractors, right? <laughs> That's real stuff, man. And it really happens. And I'm not too bold or too proud to say that I've not experienced that part of those things in my life. I've not been perfect. But I will tell you this, when I truly focused and got really dialed into my why and what I wanted to achieve and realized that it was cash flow, it was always cash flow. And somehow I got I got stuck into that fix and flip grind and, and, and the wholesale business. And, and, and don't get me wrong, those are great businesses. I mean, I've made a good living doing that, except that it's just a lot of work. And what I really want to show you and, and, and teach you is that it doesn't have to be that way. It really doesn't. And it could be sunsets and palm trees, but you just got to set it up that way from the very beginning. And it really starts with your mindset. So what I want to transition into is how to put a deal together. Now, we've already had Eric Stewart um, with, he's, you know, my, my guy that does all my, um, financing. But one of the pieces that I forgot, I don't think we really touched on as much as sometimes what does it take to put a big deal together? And what, what are the banks really looking for? And sometimes you may not have what it is. So I'll give you an example. Let's say you're buying a $3 million deal. What the banks are really going to look for is that you have about $3 million of net worth. Okay, typically that's what they're, they're they're more looking at your net worth. They're not so much looking at your income per se. They, they really want to see more of your net worth. And if you're just starting this game, you may not have a lot of net worth and that's okay. What I want to encourage you to find that is there's lots of people that do have net worth. And so what you do is you partner with those types of people. And so. 90% of this game in, in, in commercial real estate is learning how to put the pieces together and solve the problem. And so when you take um, a, a list of, hey, here's all that I have, right? You can look at that in a way and say, okay, well, here's what I need. And then you put the pieces together. So what we call that piece that when you, uh, that when you need someone to like, fund and bring in their their credibility piece right that that is a sp called a sponsor you want a sponsor for your deal that's the word you use so when you say i'm looking for a sponsor to help usually that sponsor is going to be required to put down the earnest money initially and then provide his net worth okay now i'm going to also jump ahead a little bit and tell you some cool ways to help your net worth right? And, and like what your whole picture looks like, at least I'm going to show you what I do. Okay. In the beginning, you may have to do that. And so what do you usually pay for that is the question. And I typically, when I first started out, I was willing to give um, about 10% of my deal for what I call a sponsor. And um, so if I'm, 
if I'm creating a uh, a PPM, a private placement memorandum, and I'm gonna, I need someone to put up earnest money and to have show net worth and basically help sign for the loan, that person's usually gonna get about ten percent carve out of the sponsorship ownership. Okay, hopefully that makes sense to you guys. If it doesn't, um, leave a comment that you're not getting or something, or email me or something. Find a way to get a hold of me, and like we'll talk about it more. But that's typically how that piece works. is is about It's worth about ten percent, and it's kind of like well, what is finding a deal worth? This is another common people are like oh I, I found this deal, and a lot of times um, people will say well God, well I want half of a you know I'm, I brought the deal I found a deal. In my mind, finding a deal is worth about like t- another ten percent, right? It's not like it is easier to find a deal because it's a very much a process that's teachable. It's very teachable and it's very simple, right? It's just math for the most part, math and verification. So finding a deal in my, in my opinion, is not as valuable. Now finding money, finding capital, that is very valuable. And it is the best way to get the alliance share portion in any deal. And so if you guys are following me, you, you, you've heard me say this, and I'll, I'll say this till I'm blue in the face. If you really want to get into the multifamily space, start by learning how to raise capital. Get good at doing just one thing, is raising capital. You can find other people to bring deals. And uh, now and the cool thing, and I'll, I'm going to plug my boardroom again. The, the reason why you're going to want to be in the boardroom is because everybody in there is going to be playing by the rules that I'm going to teach you. That is going to make it so much easier to find partners and deal partners and money partners because you're all going to be talking the same language and using kind of the same underwriting guidelines. And the underwriting guidelines are so vitally important. It is what's going to protect the capital, the money. And so I I, I place a high value on raising capital. I don't place such a high value on finding a deal. And, uh, but I also always have a piece. If, if you needed a sponsor, you know, you, you carve out a little piece. Now, big disclaimer. If you have no credibility, no money, and you find a deal and you find a sponsor, and maybe you even find someone to, that has all the money. Now, in the beginning, most people are not willing to do this, but I'm telling you right now, I'm telling you, you've got to be willing. If you are not in the multifamily space and not playing, you've got to be willing to give up more than you wanted. You just got to. Most people are not. I think it's a damn shame because they get too damn greedy and they end up never doing a deal. Okay. It is more important to start doing deals, even if you get a smaller percentage. Who cares? Who cares, right? Stop playing this game of I got to have, I got to have, and get into reality saying I am. I'm doing real estate. I'm Because as soon, because your next deal doesn't have to go that way. See, apartments is kind of a deal by deal by deal basis. And every deal, you can change the terms. You can change all the pieces. And so, but by having a deal under your belt gives you so much more legitimacy. You know, as you start building a track record, then when you 
build the pieces people are expecting if you're the guy that's orchestrating the whole concept and bringing all the parties together you start not having to give up as much that is the key that is the key to my success just like it's the key to how i've lowered my cost cost of capital right there was a time when i was paying almost 20 percent or more for capital i don't do that anymore why because i've developed a track record i've had consistency what i'm doing and now i'm to a place where um we keep lowering our capital just by little increments but because we're having more capital than we need and because we've established a track record now in the beginning i had to give up a lot so what so what in the beginning you may have to too so what if don't let it not make you get into a deal just make sure that you do the underwriting where it doesn't affect your deal right so that's the important part of the underwriting will tell you how much you can pay for capital to where it's a no-go or not okay and by the way we're talking about underwriting it is not available yet but i think by my next podcast uh, by next week i will have it ready to be available which is my kahuna cash flow calculator and I'm going to charge $139 for this. Um, it is totally legit. It is, I've, I've made it to where you'll get training videos to teach you how to do the process um, and how to, and I'll do some, I'm going to do some case study using some of the deals that I've done. So, and using like the marketing packets, like the broker packets that we initially got when we did these deals. So it's, and it's, it's simple. It's simple enough, but it's also, I would say it's more robust. It's, it's complicated too, but not complicated for you, but complicated in with the analysis that it does, right? So I'm looking really forward to debuting that to everybody because, man, that is really going to be a game changer. Uh, there's lots of calculators out there. Um, what makes mine different is that it, it really takes in my conservative principles and the way that I underwrite because when you're raising private capital, man, the last thing you want to do is be wrong and you can't afford to screw up your money not once not ever and so to do that you are going to learn how to pencil conservatively and i'm going to teach you how to pencil conservatively if you're not doing that um then you have no business being in this business right i'm just going to tell you do not screw people over do not waste their time do not waste their money um, so many times I see investors that are bright-eyed and they just like, ooh, 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 it's a deal, ooh, 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 it's a deal. And then when negativity starts like coming about the deal, like they put these blinders on so they don't see it. So because all they want to see is the deal. Like it's a deal, it's a deal. Yet they're not looking at these glaring problems that happen sometimes. And so this template is, man. I had a good mentor, Dave Lindall, Dave, Dave Lindall, and, and, and um, you know, he taught me that you, you just don't ever chase deals. You only do fat deals. And man, I've stayed true to that one concept is do fat deals. Because if a fat deal gets skinny, you're okay. But if you do a skinny deal and it gets skinnier, man, you've got problems. You've got major, major problems. And you're not, you don't want to, you just, it's like, you don't want to go there. Okay. You just don't, you're better off not going there. And 
you owe it to your capital to not go there. You just do. So that sponsorship piece is so vital and, and critical, but it may not be the only thing you need. Okay. But how do you find sponsors? Well, you simply just start asking your friends and your family. I know this sounds weird, but like I go back to if you're new in the business, start there and practice. Start with your friends and your family and practice asking because then the questions are going to come and you got to have a good response to what you're doing and why they should do it. And you got to have your credibility kit. We talked about your credibility kit and all the little pieces that we've already talked about that you're going to need to go into the game of raising capital. And so you start with them. And but what you'll find is that you'll 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 soon develop an appetite. Maybe it's another investor or it's someone that you know and you say, "Hey, here's here's where I'm going, here's what I'm doing. I don't have all the tools necessary. You've got, you know, I think you may have this. Is that something you're interested in? Would you like to explore that opportunity with me?" And most people, if you give them the right information and enough information and all the information, they're going to more than likely start listening to you. And they may not be the right person, but they may know the right person. Okay. If I can, I want to beat this down. Don't ask people for money. Ask who they know. Don't ask for a sponsor. Ask who they know maybe would be a good sponsor. And the right people will always self-select. It is that way in life. I'm telling you, believe it, write it down, underline it twice. The right people will always self-select your and want to be in your deals. And the wrong people will run from you. And thank God they run. Because, but, and here's a funny fact, is sometimes they run in the beginning. They run from you because they think, oh my God, this guy's crazy. He's got this crazy idea that he's going to buy apartments. And then you start buying some. And it's amazing what happens to people when you do what you say you're going to do. It's amazing. And it's like for your close friends and family, it may take years. Hell, it's taken me years to get certain family members to finally want to maybe give me some of their money. <laughs> and, you know, I don't think my sister will still ever give me money. God bless her. But um, and I'm still working on her. But. It takes a long time sometimes for the ones that are really, really close. But they will a lot of times they will lead you. They want to help. They will lead you to the right places. And then eventually, a lot of times, they will come back to you and they'll say, man, can you take my money? Can you just work some of my money, please? And isn't that a great feeling? It is. I'm telling you. Like, it is. There is no better, greater joy when I have one of my investors call me up and say, Corey, man, I just... Like the stock market had just like a crazy drop in it in the market. Now, headliner, this is another golden nugget. Anytime the market does anything crazy, it is always a good time to call your capital. It's a good time to maybe lower your cost of capital. It's a good time to ask for more capital because when the market drops it makes it crazy like it just did i i what what is the taste i think the sixth that i'm recording this so the market i think yesterday or the day before dropped like 1200 points or 1400 points in the dow and um, it was it made news right it was newsworthy and so when those things happen people get nervous quick 
I mean, quick. And that is a good time to make a phone call to all your capital and say, hey, listen, this market's been crazy, isn't it? Hey, uh, you know, do you got any, um, have you thought about taking any off the sidelines? You know, you've had a really good gain up to now. And, and just pose the question with the people that are already giving you capital. Or better yet, who do you know that is in that situation that may want to, you know, transition their money to a different type of investment that's not so volatile? That is a, it is a must, it is a must, especially if you're new. You will get so much capital that way by doing these little tweaks and, and making these phone calls when it's appropriate. Because people, I have this one woman, I'm going to call her Teresa, and um, Teresa is, she gets insanely worried when the market, because like they've got their nest egg, and when the market wants to take it, and they're getting closer, like they're almost fully retired. They're not there yet. But the thought of that, like deteriorating their value of money is so real, so real. And she keeps calling me and giving me more money. Corey, I just can't stand it no more. I can't take the pressure of the ups and downs. And I'm telling you, there is so many people like that out there that the volatility of the stock market drives them cuckoo. And like, what a great opportunity for deal makers, for people like us, for syndicators. When you start learning the season ability of being a long-term player, like, so we're not doing fix and flip. Like, that, and I'm so glad that we don't. Now, we are buying, holding, and then selling when it makes sense. And normally, it's in a five-year increment. But when we do sell, we make lots of money. But we're buying for the cash flow. And it's the consistent cash flow is what our investors crave. They, they crave consistency. And there is not something on in the stock market that I know of that offers what deal makers in the multifamily can, which is a pretty solid investment, right? That pays quarterly. Like, so I teach everybody to pay quarterly. You can pay monthly if you like. I like personally to pay quarterly. So I give my investors quarterly paychecks. That's like, we call that mailbox money. And that's something that they can, they can count on. And dude, they, they really do. And then we also add that growth component, which is, we hold it for five years and then we're going to sell it. And they're going to make lots of money when we sell it. They're going to get another big chunk of money. And if they took that, let's say they spent the first, the first you know, cash flow, right? But they had the original investment. Of, let's say it was $100,000. And you know, I think we, uh, we usually pay like six and six, right? So a total of 12. And so when they get that second um, tranche of money, so that would be like $30,000 if we kept the deal for five years. Then they reinvest $130,000 into the next deal instead of $100,000. Now they have $130,000. Now, if they kept all their original money uh, that they got, they'd have $160,000. So you start off with $100,000 as your base, and now you have either $130,000 or $160,000 as reinvesting into a new deal. That's called a rising income story. And what investor doesn't like to have a rising income? I mean, they do. <laughs> Trust me, they will. They love this. So that is like a growth and in income story 
that I think there that Wall Street is not servicing. And so we do something special. What I'm teaching is something very unique, very special, and it has to be held in high regard and high esteem, and it has to be done conservatively because it doesn't work if you put people's capital into deals that don't pencil and doesn't make sense. Okay. And I know a lot of investors um, that I've come across over my years, especially in the multifamily where they syndicated and they promised pie in the sky and they delivered not even close to that. So there's lots of people out there that can, that can ruin it for us. And so your job, if you're listening to my podcast, is to understand the golden rule. And the golden rule is we take care of the capital 100% all the time, no matter what. You just got to live by that rule. And if you will follow that principle, man, it will, it pays itself off in spades, okay? And by doing what you say you're going to do, you're going to attract sponsors, right? So, I'm like, I've got, I think, three deals under contract right now um, that we're working on. And so, like, I think I've got, like, $600,000 of, of of my own capital out there, like, as earnest money. And um, we're looking at maybe trying to put another deal under contract. And so, that's a lot of money just to have on hand. I just call a friend. I just call one of my, one of my money guys and say, hey, listen, I need you. And we don't even call it sponsorship for them. They just want their money to be worked. So... But they'll come in as basically an early investor into a deal and throw up the earnest money, like easy done. And that that's really what happens when you start playing this game right. And, and your investors will do and they'll work with you and they want to they want to be a part of your success. And because and capital, like we talk about this, but, you know, they call it cash flow for a reason, because cash flows to the people that can handle the money. They, you know, so it flows out of people's pockets that don't know how to handle money. And it flows into the people that know how to handle money. That's why wealthy people a lot of times stay wealthy. And if you have a poor person that all of a sudden gets wealthy and they've not learned the wealthy principles on how to keep their money, they're usually foolishly spending and they, and they, and they, and they lose it all. Okay, and so as we're teaching you the structure, how to operate, how to do all the things financially right, um, to have all the right documents, to you know do it on the up and up. It is the only way. Full disclosure, full everything. It is the only way to do it. And if you will play the game by those rules, man, you will have a lots of success out there, and you'll start raising lots of money. So. I'm going to stop this podcast here. I don't want to go too much. I just really want to, to really touch base on what that sponsor is, what that sponsor does, how you can find them. You know, they're they're all about in your community. They're the investors that you know. There's they're, um, people that you know that have money. There could be, I mean, they could be engineers. They could be, there's just, there's so many people out there that have net worth and they and may, may be just in their 401k. Oh, but hold on. I don't want to stop yet. I'm going to talk about the last, the piece that I talked about the first. Okay. So when you're out there and you're getting ready to show, like after you have a deal or deal or two, and you're going to have your uh, net worth, right? Usually make a net worth statement, 
know, I, I just do a net worth statement on an Excel spreadsheet. And a lot of times what I'll do is I'll put in my loan that I have because it asks for the loan. And then it asks for the amount of, of what the property's worth. And the difference is the equity. Okay. Now, when I do this, I, I just include like, I don't disclose it because there's no place in your financial packet, at least the one that I use, that it was given to me by Eric Stewart, where it talks about PPMs and, and like like what percentage you own, right? There's just a part of what's your loan, what the value's worth, and then it automatically calculates your net worth. Okay, so I, I want to make sure everybody gets this because this is where the real rubber meets the road and how you can qualify for deals on your own is by just filling out the paperwork the way it asks and don't try to overthink it. So when it says, hey, here's, what do you owe? I owe a million dollars, right? You bought it for three. You only got a loan for a million. So there's like, oh, they're already in their mind thinking it's worth, there's two million in equity. But what if you've already actually raised the rents and now it's worth five? So now you have even more, right? So $4 million of equity or, or whatever. And so you can show that as equity. And that is how you increase your net worth on paper. And, and, and it makes sense. And, and it is what it is, right? Very easy, very simple to do. It's a, it's a very simple, like I'm putting together, here's what I owe, here's what it's worth. Here's what the LLC owes, here's what it's worth. And so, because usually they're not asking for what percentage of this deal do you own. Now, that comes later on. A lot of times when, the, when you're almost ready to finance, they're going to ask a little bit more detailed questions. But in the initial part of like the underwriting process, it's not as big as, of a deal as, as you think. Right. And there's ways to, you know, in my mind, there's ways to massage everything. And sometimes you have to in the beginning. Right. You have to massage it. Um, you, you will never be unethical. You never be um, and cheat and lie and, and falsificate stuff. Right. But if I'm filling out a form that says, how much do you owe? What's the LLC that owns it? And what is it worth? I just fill it out. And then the numbers do the magic. And it says, oh, well, gosh, I've got three million dollars of equity. Right. Now, in reality, the three million, half of it's mine and half of it's my investor pool or or my equity stack or however you want to say it. But that's in your LLC structure. And a lot of times, initially, they're not asking for that LLC structure of like, what percentages do you own? They're just wanting a piece of paper that shows and details your net worth in a little bit bigger macro uh, picture. And so you just show them the macro picture because that's what they asked for, right? So that is another little curveball of like how you really do it and how you get like things really done. Well, there's there's a true street smart answer that shows you that you can do it, right? Hopefully that means uh, to you guys take a, a lot from that. Um, again, before I go, if you've not done, go to the uh, Kahuna Wealth Builders and go register for my free webinar. Do that like now. And because um, this is going to be a lot of fun and there's going to be a huge Q&A session and I'm not going to stop until all the Q&A is done. So if I go two hours long, I don't even care. Right. Uh, as long as there's people asking questions, I will stay live because um, that's where the magic happens in, in, in a webinar. It's not about what I'm saying. It's about when people ask questions that all the real magic shows up. And I want to make sure I give that 
to you guys in spades. So other than that, um, hey, thanks so much for paying attention to the podcast, listening. Hopefully I've moved the needle for you a little bit. Um, future episodes are coming up where we're going to really get deep into my management uh, company. I've also got some other new investors that I'm going to interview. So we've got some really cool episodes kind of coming up in, as well. Uh, but again, remember, life is a journey. You start one place and you end up in another, right? And sometimes it takes you a small amount of time. And sometimes it takes a lot longer. Regardless of the time that it takes, more importantly is how you've set your mind, how you've programmed your mind that it doesn't matter because it is the journey. The journey is the reward in this business. It is the time that you get to spend and cultivate with your friends and family and your loved ones and then doing the thing called real estate, doing the thing that you love and making sure that you love it for all the right reasons. Don't hate what you love. Love what you do and then still put limits and borders on to protect your family, to protect you know your loved ones and that you because dude, you can get consumed by this, by anything. Don't let that be you. Let the journey be the reward. Do the right things that are right. Um, do the hard things that are hard to do, yet you know you got to do them, right? That's just a, the process of life. But guys, I'm telling you, it is all worth it. And gals, okay, I'm not discriminating. <laughs> guys or gals, I'm not going to discriminate because um, if you know me, my wife is a powerhouse. And, um, and if it wasn't for her, truly, I truly know. I mean, without a doubt, um, if it wasn't for my wife believing in me when I truly didn't have the vision, I didn't. I mean, yeah, I, I could break down. Like when I think about how she has loved me, when I think that times that I was probably unlovable, there is so much power in that in spousal support. Um, my wife is actually going to be, we're, she's going to create her own product called, um, extraordinary love and dude is going to crush and it'll bring grown men down on their knees and it'll probably break them down to make them cry. And I know it's made me cry because what she's done and way, the way she's done it, the way she's al allowed me to grow and nourish me and, and vice versa is I'm my wife's biggest cheerleader. She's my biggest cheerleader. And together we've created something so fun and so, um, in my mind, tangible and palpable. And hopefully you see it. Hopefully you see that because um, at the border, my wife's going to be with me. She's a big part of me, of everything that I do. And um, I just want to publicly display my affection for my spouse, um, my partner, my best friend, the person that I enjoy seeing each and every day. And I mean that each and every day. It is a joy to look at my, my, my wife and say, man, look at well, look where we started. Because we started from nothing, nothing. And we've done so much. And it's because we've been focused, but we've also done it with loving, a loving attitude and a, and a tender heart and a servant heart. And there's times I know when I've I've donated more money than, than even my wife. She's like, whoa, why did you do that? <laughs> and then she'd come to me later saying, you know what? I'm so proud that you did, right? And so, like, it is 
relationships are 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 hard, but it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be as hard. It can be. There's a. There's a. I think there is always a curve. There's always ups and downs. It doesn't mean that we don't fight or we don't have problems. And I know this is about real estate, but um, this is about life too. So it's very important. If you let's put it this way, I, very soon I'm going to have something I can show you too. Just if you're having problems in your marriage and and whatever, I'm going to I'm going to make you go to my wife's product because it, it really is cool. What we've been able to do and, and and talk about, I think, is going to speak volumes to a lot of people out there, and will probably help a lot of marriages out there um, because it is it really is to have the support of a spouse can like propel you, not just like push you, but propel you to a level that you never even dreamed possible. And I know this because I'm living it. I'm living it now. I'm living it today. I'm living it now. And I'm so proud and I'm so thankful that my wife gave me that opportunity and she encouraged me with her her praise and, you know, and like dusted me off when I would fail and then kicked me out the door and say, go get them. That was her attitude the whole time. It's always been that way. And it is a very, very special thing. So guys, listen, have a wonderful day. Get excited about life. Go out there and, and love on somebody. Give someone a smile. Make their day good. Because guess what? When you make someone else's day good, it actually affects you more than it affects them. And remember this. Your paradise is possible.